He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a uh, Labor Day morning, Monday morning, the last big uh, holiday before the uh, before the fall sets in. We're hoping that the fall will fall here pretty soon. <laughs> Seems like temperatures are coming down a little bit. Um, and uh, and so there you go. It's Monday and Labor Day, and you want to thank all your friends in the union. You know, most of us are probably not in a union. I know I'm not. And uh, but uh, it was our union friends who brought us Labor Day, and uh, just be glad it didn't happen on May first. That was, I believe, there were several uh, in the discussions as to when to have Labor Day. Uh, May one was one of the very first um, uh, suggestions because. Uh, the communists and socialists had been, uh, uh, that's International Workers' Day is May 1. And also here in the United States, May 1 uh, last century, early last century, was uh, also an area where May the 1st always seemed to be the uh, like a day for riots and so a day of violence. And so I think that uh, among all the reasons when individual states started uh, coming up with uh, Labor Days, the uh, when they finally uh, ran them all together at the federal level, they uh, picked the first Monday in September. I believe the state of Oregon was the first state to have a Labor Day. But anyway, all right, we got lots of things on the calendar for you this week, starting this week. Um, let's see, Wednesday night at 6 o'clock is the, uh, uh, the We the People Liberty in Action in Kerrville at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant, and at 6 o'clock the meeting starts. Go a little bit early and uh, the uh, get your dinner ordered, and that way when the meeting starts at 6, you will be ready to rock and roll. Then let's see on Tuesday, the 7th of September. Um, whoops, uh, let's see. No, let's see. Wednesday's the 6th. Thursday's the 7th. We better go with that one. Thursday the 7th is uh, the beginning of a uh, another opportunity for you to take the biblical citizenship video series it's going to be it's they this has been folks this this class has been all offered all over the hill country for several years now um, in fact I believe it's probably being offered in Kerrville a whole lot more than it is in Fredericksburg but here's if you haven't had your opportunity or if you heard about the last time someone had this course and you didn't hear about it till the middle of the class, here's your opportunity this Thursday evening at 6.30, beginning at 6.30 at Zion Lutheran Churches, uh, your opportunity to um, your opportunity uh, the, to start this biblical citizenship class, Zion Lutheran Church starting this Thursday at 6.30. Then uh, Saturday the 9th, all the way out over in Junction, the Kimball County Republican Women are hosting Seth Keschel. You will need a ticket to this event, and so I suggest you find Kimball 
county Republican women on your interwebs somewhere. Um, going on further out, uh, Wednesday, a week from Wednesday, the Kerr Christian Chamber will be having their meeting. I'll give you more details as we get closer on that, but you can get it on your calendar. Also, save the date on your calendar for Thursday the 14th. That's the next regular meeting of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and there is going to be a panel from the Texas Scorecard who will be there, and that is going to be great. Uh, Sunday the 17th at the uh, Patriot Academy is hosting an evening with Rick Green, Brad Stein, and Kirk Cameron. Um, Hopefully you you probably got some mailers if you've been to any Rick Green event or Patriot Academy event, and they have your uh, address, then you and you have received a card in the mail. Um, this is going to take place at the um, Arch Ray, Arch Ray, Archery, Arch Ray, uh, there on 290 East of Fredericksburg. Again, more details as we get closer. Thursday, going way on out on your calendar, Thursday the 21st. Um, is your next preppers meeting. And then here's one that you need to put on the calendar for sure. There's going to be a preppers uh, exposition, an expo on Saturday the 30th. And again, as we get closer to these, we'll give you more details. But before Saturday the 30th comes Friday the 22nd, and that is the Fredericksburg Tea Party Annual Boots and Barbecue um, Fundraiser. And uh, it is going to be a blast and uh, really looking forward, if you need tickets to that, um, you need to go to FredericksburgTeaParty.org, and you can find your tickets there. Um, let's see, and a City Council, Fredericksburg City Council. Um, we're going to, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to talk about that when we get back. I've got lots to report on the um, City Council uh, in Fredericksburg, but they are meeting tomorrow at 9 o'clock at the Law Enforcement Center in uh, Fredericksburg. And then their budget workshop is also going to be tomorrow at noon out at Lady Bird Johnson Golf Course. And then a uh, public hearing on the proposed uh, city property tax rates are going to be Wednesday, September 13th at 6 o'clock. And uh, let's see, and then the adoption of uh, the city budget will take place on September 19th. So you have multiple um, reasons, uh, multiple opportunities to have your voice heard. All right, so uh, we're going to take a, we're going to actually, I just almost left out poor Ben Franklin. And um, I like this one. Um, This is from uh, Benjamin Franklin, Words of Wisdom. This is from 1743. And uh, Benjamin Franklin says, How few there are who have courage enough to own their own faults or resolution enough to mend them. And uh, let's put that in today's language. There's not very many people who have uh, the courage to own their own faults and... uh, and even more difficult, uh, you get. Do you have the resolution? Do you have the resolve to mend them? So, uh, words of wisdom. It's always. Uh, I tell you what. You can pave a lot of roads by saying very, very simply. You know, I I was wrong. I was wrong. You know how many roads you can pave with that simple statement? 
I'm still trying to learn how to use that simple statement, honey. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will be right back. Y'all stay tuned. He's a teacher and activist. In an effort to alleviate the effects of the anyone, anyone. And your host. Anyone. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Anyone. The Fredericksburg Tea Party, along with We the People, Liberty in Action, and Kerr County Patriots, invite you to join us for Boots and Barbecue 2023, Friday, September 22nd, at the YO Hotel and Conference Center in Kerrville. TPUSA founder Charlie Kirk will be joined by special guests Congressman Chip Roy, Don Huffines of Huffines Liberty Foundation, and Rick Green, president of Patriot Academy. Great items in our silent and live auction. Get your tickets at FredericksburgTeaParty.org. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. It's another beautiful morning in the Hill Country of Texas. May have some uh, different and new listeners today because being a holiday, maybe my regular listeners may be sleeping in and we may have some... uh, New listeners that by this time are not able to uh, listen to the Matt Long Show, and so um, maybe tuning in today. I do want to say hello. I met a listener on uh, Sat- uh, Saturday night at uh, local pizza joint, uh, Sandra. And uh, hello, Sandra. Good morning. And uh, when I went in to pick up my pizza, she goes, are you Matt Long, the radio guy? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. And she said, I listen to you all the time. And I said, thank you very much, Sandra. So good morning to you, Sandra. And um, so you've all you've all seen it. You, your inbox is full. If you're still on Facebook and some of those places, if you still uh, find that to be a proper use of your time, then... Um, then uh, you you see it all. Let's start at the international level. Oh my goodness! Remember everybody. Uh, there's a lot of people who are that all they're ever uh, wound up about is you know the World Health uh, WHO or UN or NATO or what are those guys doing? And you got all kinds of outrage on why we should not be in Ukraine or. Outrage on why we should be in Ukraine and people stepping in with their opinions and making lots of noise at the international level. And and I just have a quick question for you. What can you do about that? So the next level then, let's bring it in a little bit closer to home. That's the national level. Oh, my goodness. How many emails, how many uh, 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 texts do you have to get that say, I am outraged? what's going on in in washington dc and i am outraged and oh i'm i'm shocked i'm shocked that there's gambling going on in this place um you know i we get these i'm shocked i'm angry and and oh man they need term limits and i mean article letter article after article email after email just you know what is going on in washington dc and blah 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 and we're worried about trump and all of these things at the end of the day about all you can do for any of these national people is to work uh, for their campaigns or or what or what how, how often do you get to go to dc and and actually face and deal with talk one on one 
with the people who make the decisions, stand in front of committees at the national level. That number, that opportunity is very, very, very low. Unfortunately, a handful of people, more than a handful, several hundred thousands of people went to Washington on January 6th uh, just for that purpose alone. And look what happened to them and continues to happen to them. So, um, so that's, uh, but how many emails do you have to get? How many forward, forward, forwards do you have to get about the, how outraged you are at the, at those, the swamp in Washington, D.C.? What can you do about it? Same thing I had at the international level. What can you do about it? Well, you can work for one of their campaigns. You can call your uh, representative, hopefully get through, not just a recording. I know that when I've called uh, John Cornyn's office, I do not believe I have ever gotten uh, a real person answering the phone at Cornyn's office. Um, I know that I, I, have, uh, I can get through to Ted's office uh, through locals, uh, local friends and people I know who can get through to him and his uh, state uh, people. Um, but just picking up and calling D.C. and calling uh, Ted Cruz's office, I'm just curious as to how many times that phone actually gets answered. My point is the outrage, the outrage and the anger, and we got to do something when it's so far away, when you know dead gum good and well there is almost nothing you can do. In fact, with the World Health Organization and with the UN, there is, I guarantee you there's nobody there going to listen to your voice, much less pay any attention to it. At the federal level, that you've got the McConnells, uh, you know, Mitch McConnells uh, running that show out there. And <laughs> yeah, I know. McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy. Um, there, are, is Speaker McCarthy taking your phone calls? Are you able to do something there? No, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. The best we can do is send the best that we can. I think we've done that with Chip Roy, and I think that's about as much pull as we're going to have in Washington, D.C. Now, let's go to Austin. Well, if you're in my terrestrial listening station, then you pretty much, you've got excuses if you want. You know, you got you got to work. Got to work eight to five every day, Monday through Friday. I can't ever possibly take a single day off, you know, maybe once or twice every uh, uh, two years. Um, but I know there's reasons why a lot of people can't make it over to Austin, but the possibility is there. You can go to Austin. It, it doesn't require a flight. It doesn't require going through anything else. It's, it is you can go to Austin. You can make a difference there. How many emails do you receive about Austin and what's going on in Austin? When your friends see you at the, here's what happens to me. Um, I see people at a gathering and uh, they immediately start talking politics with me. But I, I'm telling you folks, absolutely, 90% of the time when someone walks up to me at a, a gathering or a party or a barbecue or something and there it is always national level it's always national level who do you think you think trump's gonna make you think trump will run from prison always national level the further it seems like the further away from our control and from our hands and from our voices 
it seems the more noise people make. When it comes down to local issues, when it comes down to your county or your city, how many how many emails compared 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 to emails that you've gotten about oh my god look what they're doing in DC omg look what biden's doing with the with the uh, uh with the french or the uh, the the chinese how how many compared to how many emails texts or memes that you get about your city council I'm, I, I don't get near as many. The only ones I get, I get them from Jeanette. I don't think I get any regular emails from anybody else in the city. Maybe Annette. Annette um, maybe uh, sends out something every now and then. Jeanette has uh, Jeanette uh, Hormuth, who is uh, with the Fredericksburg Tea Party and uh, has been taking on the city uh, for quite a few years. Um, that's all I get. And I have a theory on that, that the more outrage, it's easy to be outrageous about something you can do, something that you can't do anything about. But if I start complaining publicly about what's going on at the city, someone's going to look at me and say, well, are you, did you go to the meeting? Or, or do you, have you talked to, have you called Bobby Watson? Have you called Emily Kirshner? Have you called Tony Klein? Have you called Randy Briley? How about the mayor, Gerald Hoover? All, I got all their phone numbers right here. Their cell numbers. Do you have Ted Cruz's cell number? Do you have John Cornyn's cell number? Do you have uh, the cell number for Pete Flores in Austin, our senator? Yeah, you might have that one. You might have that one. Who is easiest to get a hold of? Your local people. Where is it easiest to be get engaged? That is locally. That is locally. That that's easy. And so it is very interesting. All the long oh I got oh long beautiful emails from different people so well composed about how evil the United Nations are and and I agree with you they all are all of that all of that you're right on the money World Health Organization and 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 the uh, what is it the passports they want to do with us the the electronic uh, e passports and your vaccine passport and all of that it's easy to be all upset about that because you can't do anything about it. You you can just say, well, what can I do? That's, that's out of my hands. But you sure as heck can spend all kinds of time keyboard warriors on those things. But when it comes to local, you're going to let them raise your taxes here. And Fredericksburg is now going to go the highest rate increase that is legally allowed. Gee, I'm shocked that they would do that. Give them a limit, and they go right to the limit. Oh my! Are you surprised at that? Do you know how many cities in uh, in Texas have uh, taken on uh, what is called no new? Uh, no, ah, see, I just lost a uh, 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 phrase of the word. But what they basically do is adjust what you paid in your. It's called the no no new revenue. Thank you, tax rate. No new revenue tax rate. And what that does, it just takes the, it, you pay the same amount you paid last year, even if your 
valuation has gone up. All right? If your valuation's gone up and they go, well, we didn't raise your taxes, they raised valuation. Any city council or county commissioners can do this with their budget. They can say, well, you pay what you paid last year if you were here last year. And a lot of, you know, at first you might think, well, they're never going to get any extra money, are they? It's always going to be however much money they got last year is all the money they're going to ever get in the future. No, that's not how it works. If you were here last year, you paid what you paid last year. How many people moved in since last year? How many people have built property? How many people have sought for um, work permits or building permits or business permits? All that's all new revenue. That's new revenue. While those of you have been here, you pay what you've been paying. Even if your property valuation goes up, the new revenue comes from people moving into town. What do you think? Just a, a wild guess. Do you think that the city of Fredericksburg is growing in population or shrinking? Do you think there's more people building and moving into Fredericksburg? Or do you think people are moving out? <laughs> That's kind of an obvious one, isn't it? And so very easily the city of Fredericksburg could come up with a no new revenue tax rate protect all of us who have been here and continue to stay here and each person that moves in they grow the revenue and then next year they pay what they paid the first year because someone else is going to be moving in but for some reason this just does not get to into the heads of the city council they ended up last year at the end of the budget with i don't know let's see um 25 to 35 million dollars 25 to 35 million dollars extra all right and of course if you take out the three-month reserve and stuff like that there is still eight million i want to be clear on that they had eight million dollars left over after filling up the piggy bank so to speak after filling up the um three months reserve so you want to get engaged well here it is. Here's your chance. Tomorrow, the um, city council is uh, going to be meeting twice um, to uh, discuss a number of things. The uh, city council meeting, the regular meetings at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning at Law Enforcement Center. The budget workshop, and by the way, I do not know what's on the agenda for the city council. The budget workshop is tomorrow at noon. This is where you can go and get involved. This is where you can go and get engaged and have your voice heard, telling them the no new revenue is really the only fair taxing system, if any of it's fair. You've got that hearing tomorrow at noon, and then uh, another hearing on Wednesday the 13th of September at 6 o'clock. I could sit here for the rest of the show and go through the numbers and the percentage of this and the increase in that and the decrease in this. We did that a week ago, Monday. We've actually talked about it a couple of times. Do they really need $80,000 for a batting cage? I think someone needs to go to that um, meeting who has the ability to build a batting cage and say, yeah, I'll do it for uh, uh, I'll, I'll do it for 79000 I. Folks, there's there, there's got to be a way to beat this, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go back to where I started, 
It's very, very easy to put together your outraged email and shocked email about how you just can't believe these things are going on and Lord have mercy, the it's the 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 swamp is taking over and because you can't do anything about it. So you can whine and complain and, and show us how great of a writer you are or a meme creator you are. Um, but you can't do anything about it except write about it. But when it comes to the city, when it comes to right here, I don't hear a lot of outrage, don't read a whole lot of uh, uh, upset people because you would have to do something. Someone would say, really, you don't like that? Get up and do something about it. And that's the hard part. And that is the hard part. So I'm not surprised that I get all these emails and all of these texts about how awful everything is so far away. Folks, you need to start working locally. Local, local, local. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 100% He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. I know you have choices, and uh, I hope I didn't wake too many of you up sleeping through your uh, lovely Monday morning, a federal holiday. Tomorrow's the big day. Impeachment of of Paxton begins. Um, there are articles after articles after articles about that out today. Um, I, it's been very interesting. You know, we're all familiar with the, um, with the Texas Tribune, uh, which was, uh, they claim to be, you know, we just want to bring it all to you straight up and, you know, no tilt. Uh, we, you know, this is, uh, a true, true journalism. Of course, we all know it's not. They do, they do kind of sort of try, but they still, their true colors really do come out. But um, they have a lot of uh, information on the uh, Paxton trial, tons of it. Um, If you, in fact, they even have a a tab at the top that says Paxton impeachment. Um, I believe the Texas scorecard. No, it's not the Texas scorecard. The the Texan.news, which I strongly suggest that you uh, sign up for. um, or you You have to pay for this one, but it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Uh, the Texan also has a tab called uh, Paxton Impeachment. Um, the scorecard, um, I don't see a tab, but they do have a lot of uh, stuff on um, the, the uh, Paxton Impeachment. I was uh, look at reading a number of these articles yesterday, and I'm fairly sure that the uh, Texas scorecard now does have a does have a, um, a a channel on your Roku. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on that. I read that this morning. I have a Roku. Uh, when I get home later today, I'm going to see if I can't find it. But uh, that is one place you can watch the impeachment. I believe you can also stream the impeachment live on the Texas Values 
uh, app that comes on your uh, uh, that comes you can put on your phone the Texas Values app. I believe they have a link there to to uh, stream everything live from the Capitol that you want to see. Also, you can use the source. Go to TLO Texas Legislature online. That's Capitol Texas.gov. Um, and uh, there you will find a gray box um, over towards the right-hand side of your screen, and uh, you will see video broadcasts there. Go to Senate. It ought to be all right there. Now, what if you want to go in person? I know we've got some friends in Bandera that are planning on going uh, down there in person. I think they've even got a, I don't know if they've got a, a ride share or something going on, but uh, they're uh, the uh, Bandera County uh, Republicans um, are going to be, is that Bandera County? Now I feel stupid. Um, the city of Bandera, I think it is Bandera County, uh, Republicans are going to be going. Um, we uh, There is uh, the Texas Senate guidelines for public access. So I got this right off of the Senate of Texas's website, and it's easy to find. There is one piece of confusing information in there, but I'm going to go through it. Um, the impeachment trial proceedings are a trial proceeding and not a regular session day. It says to ensure open access by the public and preserve the integrity of the trial proceedings in which the members of the Senate serve as members of the court, the following guidelines will be in use. So many of us who have gone to the Capitol and, and sat in on proceedings in the House or the Senate, what I call the peanut gallery, um, up above, it's a level above the uh, floor. Um, the floor is the second floor. The, the uh, peanut gallery is on the third floor. So if you want a ticket, if you want to go, they are giving you tickets for a morning session or an afternoon session, I guess, and or an afternoon session. And so if you want to go to the morning sh uh, session, s the doors are going to, let's see, the gallery, the Senate gallery doors will open at 8 a.m. Now, the building itself opens at 7 a.m. I remember the first time I tried to uh, beat that. Um, I, for, I assumed, I don't know how many years, I assumed that the... Uh, Capitol building was always unlocked and open. I, and I, the reason I assumed that is because I'd been up there till three or four in the morning on a number of occasions or two or three or somewhere in there. And um, I, I guess I'd never tried to get in after a certain hour. So I found out that they don't open the doors to the Capitol or not unlocked until seven. Now, the couple of times I've been there before seven on important days, there were people already there. So if you really, really want to be at the front of the line to get a ticket, um, you're going to need to be at the Capitol before 7. And I would suggest instead of going to the east entrance that you go to either the north or the south entrance. The east entrance is the one most uh, people use as it is nearest the parking lot. And so it is also, if you go to the north or the south entrance, once you get in, you are much closer to the stairs or the elevators that go up to the third floor where you need to be. So they are going to start handing out tickets at 7.30 in front of the Senate gallery doors. All right, on third floor outside of the Senate gallery. 
They're going to start handing out tickets at 7.30. There are only, uh, it doesn't say on here, I read it somewhere else, there's less than 300 seats available. First come, first serve. And uh, then for the afternoon session, they will distribute uh, those tickets. Ah, they cleared it up. There we go. At noon each day, the afternoon session, They, by the way, they uh, updated this because it was not clear when they first released this. The uh, afternoon session, tickets will go out at noon. So if you want to get in line for an afternoon session, then you need to be in that line before noon. Again, it's on the third floor of the Senate Gallery. Um, so if you leave... Um, if you leave the uh, if you leave the gallery, you have to have your ticket to get back in. So don't lose your um, ticket. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so keep your session ticket for reentry purposes. And of course, the same rules as they always have, which they always enforce selectively. All right. So just take your chances, if you will. No food or beverages. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, cell phones, PDAs, and related uh, electronic devices must be turned off or set to vibrate. No cameras, uh, no music, uh, no devices or games, no talking, clapping, or demonstrations unless you are on the left and have a transgendered flag. Then you, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not in there. That They wrote that in invisible ink. It says no topping, talking, clapping, or demonstrations, and then if you squeeze a little lemon juice over that and heat it up from the back, it says, unless you have a tranny flag, because those guys get away with anything they want to in the Senate. So if you want to make a mess, uh, if you want to make a fuss tomorrow, um, go ahead, bring your tranny flag, and you'll be able to. That's your get-out-of-jail-free card up at the Capitol. And it says all persons must remain seated at all times, and uh, so... There you go. These are the rules. If you want to go see the Paxton thing, um, I'm, I will uh, tomorrow when I get in here, since this all starts at 9 o'clock, and so does my radio program. Um, as soon as I get in, I'm going to go to uh, to um, TLO, Texas Legislature Online. That's capital with an O dot Texas dot G-O-V. And uh, I'm going to just going to turn it on in here with the sound down and just have it up. And uh, I'll probably, yes, I know, I'll uh, probably then as soon as I leave here tomorrow, I will put it on my phone so that I don't miss a single word on the drive home. Yes, that's the way I'm going to do this. So um, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. And um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about when we get back. But y'all stick around. We'll all figure it out together. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. You're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, your information station in the uh, Hill Country of Texas. 
104.3 FM on your dial, uh, 102.1 FM if you're driving around in the hill country. And uh, once you get out of the uh, reach of our signal, all you have to do is switch over to your HD, uh, to your uh, satellite radio in your uh, fancy car or put it on in your fancy phone and uh, you can continue listening or you can listen anywhere in the world if you want to. So, um, all the new bills, uh, the way uh, uh, laws work in Texas, uh, when a uh, when a law is passed in the in, uh, in the regular session or in any, uh, we'll just stick with the regular session. When a law is passed in the regular session, um, at most of the time it goes into effect the following September. So. The Texas legislature meets in odd-numbered years, so this being 23. Uh, we met uh, January through May of this year, and the laws that were all passed, with some exceptions, went into effect on September 1st. All right, and that is uh, kind of the, uh, the standard. Now, if a law passes with a certain threshold, um, it can actually go into effect immediately after the law is signed by the governor. But for most bills, it is September 1st of odd-numbered years that those bills go into effect. So here's a headline at the Texas scorecard, and I think they could have gone a little bit further. Um, but I'm going to read it how they have it. It says, Texas passed hundreds of new laws. None provide significant border security. <laughs> Here's how it should read. Texas passed hundreds of new laws. None provide significant border security, and very few of them even reach out and touch the priorities of the Republican Party of Texas. But wait, Mr. Long, the state of Texas is owned and run by Republicans. Yeah, have you watched the Texas heist yet? Have you watched the Texas heist yet? So we got about 800 new laws that took effect uh, in Texas um, on September 1st. However, only six are even tangentially related to the ongoing border crisis. You know what, tangentially just basically means it's like just right kind of up next to it, not even... It, but just next to it. Uh, let's see, uh, 602, uh, Senate Bill 602 by Brian Birdwell empowers federal border patrol agents to enforce Texas law once they have been trained by the state. Um, don't know how well that's going to work. I wonder if any of the federal border patrol agents are even going to be allowed by the federal government to do such a thing. So that will be interesting. Senate Bill 1133 uh, creates a landowner compensation program for some of the criminal activity harming border residents' properties. You know, there's um, uh, some of the stories I have seen over the last couple of years have to do with orchards uh, that are right on along the river on our side. And uh, orchards, uh, nice trees, they also provide shade. Um, but when you have hundreds and thousands of people stomping through your orchards, it's not very good. The other one, the big story I saw, and I don't even, I can't remember where I saw it. It might have been a Jason Jones story. I'm not quite sure, but here, here you go. Are you sitting down? Do you go to natural grocers? Have you ever bought organic vegetables or organic lettuce? I believe it was lettuce. 
an organic, it was definitely an organic uh, crop that is really close to the river down in South Texas. And if you know the rules about raising and selling organic vegetables, um, when someone would walk through his um, organic uh, uh, lettuce patch there at this farm, um, he has to then destroy all the lettuce within so many feet of the footprints. Seriously. Because they don't know when they see someone walking through there, they don't know what, they don't know what, what, how did it affect the organic uh, rating of that. And so there was a story, it was, I'm nearly positive it was a lettuce grower, organic lettuce. And um, they all went through his field and, and, it's no longer, he can't call it organic lettuce anymore. Now, I don't know if he can sell it as inorganic lettuce or uh, not organic lettuce, um, but uh, his whole point was selling organic lettuce. Now, Senate Bill 1133, that uh, did pass, um, will create some kind of compensation for that organic lettuce grower down there or the guy who, the, the family who owns the orchards that have been damaged by illegals. I hope they pass that bill on to the feds. Um, Senate Bill 1403, um, this one I think is going to go nowhere. Um, it's a good idea. I pushed for it for a while, but I think things have gotten to the point where uh, there's only uh, three states that would uh, go in on it with us, but it's an interstate border compact for border security, and it allows... Uh, the governor to talk to California, Arizona, and New Mexico and see if they want to work with us to uh, build a border wall. I don't think maybe Arizona might join with us, but New Mexico and California aren't coming along. Um, I think Louisiana also said they would join us on a uh, interstate border security. Um, so that's about all on, let's see what else is uh, border security, 1484. Um, this uh, provides border operations training to peace officers employed by local law enforcement. Um, Senate Bill 1900, it allows Mexican cartels to be designated as foreign terrorist organization and adds them to the organized crime status under state law. And it will increase the tools available to law enforcement and prosecutors to apprehend and prevent illegal cartel activity. House Bill 4635 creates uh, new penalties for organized crime by targeting their finances. Folks, do any of those uh, border security bills sound like something that would secure the border? Or are they just tangential, <laughs> tangentially related I think they're just tangents. I think that's all it is. But wait, but wait. All those Republicans said they were going to what? Secure the border. They did. They told that to you two years ago when they were running for their seat. Uh, Ellen Troxclair and Andy Murr both said, oh, we're all about the borders. We're, we're all about the borders. In fact, everybody that ran, every Republican in the state of Texas that ran said they were all about the borders. And you call this good? You, you, this is good. You Republicans think this is good. And then a whole bunch of you, the only person in the state of Texas who was actually fighting to defend the Texas border, Governor Abbott and Ken Paxton, you go after Paxton 
I know Paxton was waiting on, I'm not completely happy with Paxton on waiting on Arizona, uh, a federal court decision before he would secure the border. Um, but nonetheless, he has been fighting uh, the feds on this issue ever since he's been in office. Oh, but no, the Republicans, uh, they impeached him. Yeah, the Republican-controlled House impeached him, the guy who's actually probably doing more for the border than anybody um, when it comes to fighting the feds over the border. He would be the guy on the front line. If Governor Abbott decided to take on the feds, Paxton would be on the front line. And I guarantee you the Democrats who run the Texas House, the Democrats like Dade Phelan, uh, I'm sorry, the Transpublicans like Dade Phelan and Andy Murr, who uh, are in control of the Texas House, um, they they don't want that fight. They do not want that fight. They all ran for it, every one of them. And you know what, folks? They're gonna, you know what they're going to be telling you when they're out looking for your votes here in a few months? They're going to tell you, we're going to secure the border. And you'll all put your bumper stickers on your car, and you'll go, yay, Andy, yay, Ellen, they're going to secure the border. <laughs> Joke's on you. Joke's on you. They've been telling you this for years. They're not doing it. And if you ask them about it, they're going to tell you, you just don't understand. Mr. Long, it's just complicated. You don't understand how these things work. You just don't understand. It's not that easy. Oh, okay, I opened up Romans earlier today, and I settled on uh, Romans 5, therefore having been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we exult in the hope of the glory of God. Not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, you know what that word exult means? It means party like it's 2021, right? 19, uh, 1999. We exult in our tribulations because we know that tribulations bring around perseverance. And that's patience. And perseverance brings about your character and improves your character. All good advice. Folks, uh, Lorraine, more than just good advice, it's the word of the Lord. Lorraine is coming up here and looks like she's um, got all calmed down and is ready for an awesome Memorial Day. So y'all stick around and stay tuned for Lorraine, and uh, we will visit with y'all manana.